So welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag. And thanks, as always, to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Mighty and Aura. Now, my guest this week is Amelia Aday. Now, having stepped into the industry nine years ago, Amelia is currently Loss Prevention Manager for Decuba, based in Melbourne, Australia previously managing the loss prevention department at Kukai. Now, during her tenure, Amelia covered many areas, including stock taking, loss prevention, auditing, e-commerce, banking, and fraud analysis. Amelia was also the project lead on initiatives such as RFID, implementing source tagging from factories in Fiji and Sri Lanka. Now, her focus, she says, is on the retail teams, believing that education, upskilling, simplification of operations at store level is the key to cultivating uh, 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 risk awareness. Now, Amelia, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the call again. No, always a pleasure. Now, you are really well known, uh, certainly within the Australian industry and uh, around the world as well for your successes as Kukai. But, you know, at the start of the year, I think it was, you moved across to, to Cuba. How did that move come about and how's it going? Um, I uh, was at Kukai for almost 15 years, so that's a pretty decent stint in any retailer. Um, I did have a thought that at, eight, at 15 years I would start to have a look um, at what else was out there, feeling that I had achieved quite a lot within Kukai and the loss prevention space. Um, at about 14 and a half years, uh, Decuba uh, job opportunity came up and Decuba was a, a company that I did see myself at, um, in working at. So when that came up and I was like, well, it's pretty close to 15 years, <laughs> I thought I'd, thought I'd apply and yeah, I got the job. Fantastic. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, some of the projects that uh, you did at Kukai, you know, they've been case studies, they've been talked about. So, uh, you know, we're expecting big things from you at the, uh, at the new business. Now, for those that don't know, tell me a little bit more about the business, what does it sell, the size, that kind of thing? So Decuba is a predominantly women's wear label. Uh, we do also have Decuba Kids uh, and there's also Deluxe, the active wear range. So we have 140 stores throughout Australia and New Zealand, uh, aiming to be 150 very soon. We're quickly opening doors everywhere, uh, which is really exciting to expand the, um, the brand network. Uh, Jacuba was uh, is a is a Melbourne based company. Uh, it was actually the brand itself was actually founded by the Cook Eye owners um, oh, wow. long long time yeah long long time ago. Uh, but that was sold probably about the time I started at Cook Eye, so I had seen the brand ar around the place. Um, but it was sold with about five stores in the the network in so it must have been two thousand eight. Uh, so, yeah, quickly grown into the 140 stores that we see today. Wow, that's quite uh, quite the quite the expansion. I didn't realise it, uh, it had got that connection way back when. So, uh, yeah, obviously that type of retail business you're, you're drawn to. Now, in terms of your role, what does that look like now? What's your day to day? What, what, what's on the to do list for, uh, for Amelia? We're really trying to, uh, I guess, create uh, the loss prevention program itself. We're really trying to start from, I guess, the ground up. Um, not saying there wasn't any loss prevention in place before, but we're really trying to drive a lot of um, compliance and awareness and understanding within the store teams. And being 140 stores, it's a lot harder or it's a lot 
there's a lot more work to get that um, compliance and re-education out to the, the network. So we're really trying to, I guess, um, focus on the communication, focus on the compliance, uh, focus on how we can take the team on the journey with us because uh, change management is a really big thing uh, with, with such big uh, network of stores and many, many, many people in the stores. Um, we're really focusing on what we're doing next within Decuba, so how loss prevention can support those next projects, uh, especially around stock accuracy. So we're really trying to work with uh, not just the supply chain, but with the retail team. How can we improve processes? How can we improve operations? How can we get to where we need to be to provide what we want to to the customer? And I mean, you know, you were famous, if that's the right word, for, you know, some of the changes and the projects that went on at Kukai and really you know, took that business to the to the forefront, um, and especially some really great technologies there. Yeah, you know, are you already sort of trying to find some people to get on side to say this is what we should be doing here? You know, are they receptive to 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 all these fabulous ideas? I think I kind of went in with guns blazing to begin with. To to be perfectly honest with you, um, I definitely the role was advertised as we want this role to be uh, a big change maker and I'm like yes brilliant that's me and I came in came in trying to change a lot all at once and working with a bigger bigger footprint um, I found quite quickly that quick change isn't always possible and you do definitely need to take the whole company and the whole team on the journey so I've definitely changed my tactics in how to how to create change uh, within Decuba um, and really making sure that I especially being new into the business I'm only I've only been there eight months now um, is showing the value of what I want to do because at Kukai I was obviously I, I was known and it was understood that where, where I wanted to make change it was, it was for a particular reason I'm still making my name at Decuba and, and building those, those relationships so trying to do all these changes straight away um, definitely definitely needs to yeah take the whole business on the journey um, and really put the case case forward, I feel. I think a lot of the times um, at Cook Eye, we were able to just snap snap change things because we had a smaller footprint of stores. Uh, Decuba being a lot, lot bigger, we do have to, I guess, be a lot more mindful with what we're doing and make sure that it is the right step forward before we make those changes because it's, it's a lot more work and it's a lot more impact to a bigger business to, to change so quickly. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess you'd reach the point where, you know, if, if Amelia said it was a good idea, um, you'd, you'd earn <laughs> your strikes at Cook Eye. They went, oh, OK, let's yeah. do that. And, and you had yeah. some amazing successes. So yeah. uh, I guess is it a case of put the business case together, get the retail team, get the buying yeah. team, get the ops on board and then and then sort of cascade it out. Are, are we, you know, are you, are you at the point where there's some trials about to happen for various things or are you still sort of building that... Uh, um that momentum of support at the boardroom if you like where, where are, i'm just interested to know when we might see some 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 cool <laughs> trials happening yeah definitely would um 
we're at the scoping stage of a lot of things. So there's definitely different priorities uh, happening within Decuba. So there's always, we're always looking for new innovations and new, I don't want to say technologies all the time, but like how can we, how can we do the best within our business with either what we've got or what can we add to it? So there's definitely, definitely a lot of things being talked about uh, when, when they're coming. Um, that's definitely part of, part, of, part of what I'm doing is trying to improve or show the benefit and really make sure that just because it works in one business doesn't mean it's going to work in another. So really making sure that um, just because it works or we've seen case studies in certain businesses, um, making sure that it's right for Decuba and right for what we want to achieve and move forward with as well. Yeah, I guess super, super exciting. And, you know, a few more, you know, extra skills for you to, uh, you know, to, to, to learn a little bit more, you know, get the influence of that, that bigger business to, to get what you, you know, believe is the right thing to do. So uh, yeah, very, very best to look with that. Now um, I'm super excited to report that you're going to be chairing Retail Risk Sydney on the 9th of February next year at the Olympic Stadium, now the Accor Stadium. I think it's got another sponsor rebrand going on there. Um, so amazing that you're going to be doing that. Now we've got some terrific retail police and expert speakers. I guess first question, anyone in particular that you're looking forward to hearing from? I really love hearing from uh, so a lot of the international partners um, you bring into the retail risk. It's really interesting to see, uh, I guess, a lot of the things that happen in Europe and overseas, a lot of things that are to come for Australia. We're a little bit behind with the fraudsters, but they always tend to um, do the same things to us in the end. So I think Dale Weatherson from Next, his presentation um, on looking at um, high-risk areas and, I guess, violence within the stores, it's really it's, I think it's really pressing at the moment uh, with what's happening in New Zealand as well. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, aggressive crimes within New Zealand and that's a trend that's happening in Australia as well. So, And also Matthew Murray in the New Zealand Police talking about um, violent trends within the companies. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime, 3x logic uh next uh, i'm not even sure what their store footprint is now it's huge yeah 1500 or something stores 1800 yeah. you know unfortunately you know they're a sort of bellwether of of what's going on and they've seen an awful lot of uh, unfortunately violence against store staff and you're right you know you see this cascading out around the world and to hear from people that have got some experiences and you know, body-worn cameras and processes and, you know, central control centres. And again, they're not right for everybody, but to hear their experiences on on that then, uh, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, it's something I think Australian retailers are, are going to you know, have to deal with more and more. And then obviously, Matt Murray, like you say, New Zealand police, you know, very, very supportive and working closely with retailers. There's some really good case studies there. So, uh, yeah, and and, you know, having you chair it you know i'm hoping we might get a little bit of insight along the way from uh, from you as well um now i guess you know on a sort of looking at, at 2023 you know we're we're at uh, at the start of next year when we're in sydney you know what do you think the sort of the trends topics and areas that people are going to be focusing on or maybe more importantly 
you know, what areas are you focusing on? I know you said you've got some projects coming down the line, but what do you think are going to be the, the sort of the, the big touch points, the big focus for most retailers and the subjects we're going to hear at Retail Risk Sydney? I think the big thing for most retailers is getting back to normal. Uh, everyone's, well, most, most, most countries are out of lockdowns and all that kind of thing. So getting the retailers back to normal and getting the customers back to normal, making sure that um, we're providing the next level of retail now that we can, now that people are starting to spend again, um, now that people are, yeah, are more comfortable with retail, like how do you make that retail experience for your particular brand the one that stands out? And loss prevention is always key to uh, aligning with those special projects because um, there's always risks with doing a new thing and doing something that is different to your competitors. There'll be there'll be uncharted grounds essentially. So having a loss prevention finger in all those pies is really, really good to make sure that you're um, not just giving the best service to your customer and giving the best experience, but also that you're doing it um, in a safe and secure way for the business um, and mitigating any risks that may arise. But And as, as loss prevention, we're, we're all about stock stock management and stock accuracy. So that goes part and parcel with the customer experience. If you don't have the stock, if the stock's in the right, not in the right place, that's a bad time for your customer. So looking at those, those special projects that we are all able to do a lot more in 2023, um, because things are getting back to normal, we've got the spend, we've got the confidence within retail and our directors and boards and all that kind of thing. It'll be really supporting the retail team and what they want to do next to, yeah, elevate and grow. Yeah, it's interesting there. You can see the, if you like, the modern loss prevention and risk professional because your terminology is about supporting the retail team, you know, enhancing the customer experience, stock availability. And then, but for so long, you know, the loss prevention department were known as the no department. It was like, yeah. you know, <laughs> that they, you, you, you were just one step away from wanting to leave the doors locked. So you had, uh, you know, yeah. zero stock <laughs> loss. So it's fascinating. You know, I'm guessing you're still involved in all of those store and operations decisions. And then are you consulted on those? Are you part of that process? Because it, you know, I can see you energy and enthusiasm you're super excited clearly about about what's going on so I'm guessing you're in the depth and, and in the middle of those discussions yeah and the same as what I was saying before it's building the relationship with the company as to what I'm here to do uh it's not it, I'm not a no person I'm not about saying no to things it's um it's taking the company on the journey as well as making sure that we consider risk and we consider loss when we're thinking about the next steps of things um, and, and and asking them to bring me in on the on the projects as well so so that we're considering a lot of things and I've made some really good relationships within Decuba so I am being included in those projects um, and that that we can yeah come together I'm always always go I'm thinking of the worst possible case scenario, but you you tell me if if it's possible kind of thing. So, so I'll yeah. think about it. I'm I'm a pessimist, but I'm not going to be a no. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure that we're all thinking about not not just 
the upselling and the upskill um, upsells and how we increase profit, but also how do we pr- protect the profit as well? So, yeah, it's, I like that. Yeah, I'm a pessimist at heart, but uh, you do very well at, keep, at keeping it suppressed. That doesn't come over. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you're definitely in the in the yes professional, not the not the no professional yeah. category. Yeah. So, so well done. I guess finally, um, you know, we, we have an amazing audience cross section of of retailers you know for chairing the event it's always a bit of a challenge to keep those opinions in in check um are you going to share some thoughts and insight from the stage are you going to be looking to tease out other people's opinions what can we expect from you as uh, as chair in sydney in february next year i guess there's a little bit of a threat if people don't have questions to ask at the end of a presentation I'm going to pick on people I don't know so you may as well come up and say hi to me beforehand so we don't pick on you so (laughs) Uh, but yeah definitely definitely I love I love a lot of the presentations that we have and I always have do have burning questions but a little bit of anxiety where let me where let me ask them but being being chair I'm I'm in charge so I'll be able be able to ask all these questions and pick on those in the in the audience that I think look look to have itchy hands to put up <laughs> there you go I like that top tip if you don't know Amelia go and introduce yourself because I think we're gonna we're hearing that if you're not known you're going to be picked on so uh, yeah so, so uh, you look like you have a question yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I think you've been, been practicing that uh, that already yeah. um, Amelia it's always an absolute uh, pleasure to speak with you uh, I'm so pleased that you're doing uh, so well at the Cuba and long may that continue and let's hope they've uh, seen the light at the end of the tunnel and they're completely on board with all of your plans by the time we uh, we meet uh, and I will look forward to seeing you in person uh, at Retail Risk Sydney on the 9th of February next year but for now Amelia thank you very much indeed. All right, thanks you. Thank you.